Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and we're in the tenth week since Pentecost. Today we continue our reading of Mark's Gospel. Though we may have heard the story of Jesus many times, we are, as we make our way slowly through this Gospel, trying to listen with fresh ears to what Jesus says and does, and by doing so, we pray that the Spirit deepen our faith and our understanding. And now, we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it. Your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 8th chapter, beginning today at verse 22. They came to Bethsaida. Some people brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had put saliva on his eyes and laid his hand on him, he asked, Can you see anything? And the man looked up and said, I can see people, but they look like trees walking. Then Jesus laid his hand on his eyes again, and he looked intently, and his sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Then he sent him away to his home, saying, Do not even go into the village. The word of the Lord. So as we're making our way through this eighth chapter, about halfway through in the numbering, there's 16 chapters of Mark, we're about halfway through chapter 8, you feel this transition? Do you feel this change that's coming in Jesus' life and ministry? The healing of this particular blind man is puzzling. Not long ago, we heard about how people were healed simply by touching Jesus' garments. Now, Jesus touches the blind man's eyes twice so that he can see clearly. And he sends him back to his home quickly so that no one can hear about it. Now, it's not surprising that Jesus would want to keep news of a miracle from spreading. That has been his method all along. His message has been, give glory to God, most certainly. Rejoice in the coming of God's kingdom by all means. Believe and trust in Jesus as as the arrival uh, of the kingdom, absolutely. But keep it quiet for now. 
That part has been easy to understand, but this two touches to restore clear sight seems different. Some had wondered is if, uh, as we've reached this turning point in the story, if the power of Jesus' earlier ministry or the power that had marked that early stage in Jesus' ministry has now ceased to flow through him. Perhaps it is as if a door were closing. The time of miracles has come to an end, for now. Just a quick glance forward in Mark's Gospel, and we find accounts of really only two more healing miracles. Things are changing, and this season of Jesus' ministry is coming to end. It's giving way for what is coming next. Have you ever wondered what it would mean to our communities around us if church as we know it ceased? I I say it uh, that way because the Church of Jesus Christ will, of course, endure till the end. But there is no promise that church will look or act as it does now, or any more than it will uh, look like church when we grew up. Most who study these things agree that we are living in an age of secularization, and that is what is emerging around us, is people in a culture that is substantially different from what has been before. We have passed over already into a new era, and in some way, God's power and influence has ceased to flow out of the church and into the world around it in the way that it might have used to have flowed. It is as if, in some way or another, a transition has happened, and in that process, a door is closed. It will be interesting to see how Jesus makes this transition, that is, from a popular preacher and miracle worker to Well, we'll have to see what comes next. But if we've been following closely, what comes next is the emergence of the authentic gift that all of these miraculous signs have pointed towards, and that is the coming of God's kingdom. It is always the same Jesus, but the way he engages in this ministry and its aims are about to change. There are are but few invites yet to hand out. And soon that door will close and the opportunity to join the fellowship will pass. Are you ready now as we move forward to follow Jesus into this time of transition and into the promise of the new day that Jesus is bringing about? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially, Lord, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who are sick, for those who are bereaved, for those who watch and care, for those who are sick, especially those who are treating uh, people who are suffering from COVID. We pray for those who accompany and seek to comfort those who are grieving. We pray for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare. We pray for those who govern the nations of the world, and we pray that all might work together to bring about peace and international harmony. We pray for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction and those who are working hard to mitigate the effects of climate change. We pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For what else or for who else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us into safety us safely into this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.